Hello and happy Monday. Monday, November 16th, 2020. And it's the week before Thanksgiving. And this week's theme or series is titled Think of Others First. And it's something that's so easy to do in November, isn't it? To think of others first. Um, So today we're going to read from Romans 15, the first five verses. So Romans 15, verses 1 through 5 from the NIV. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. Romans 15, 1-5 from The Voice So now what? We who are strong are not just to satisfy our own desires. We are called to carry the weaknesses of those who are not strong. Each of us must strive to please our neighbors, pursuing their welfare so they will become strong. The appointed one himself is our model for this kind of living. For he did not live to please himself. And as the scriptures declared, when they insult you, they insult me. You see, everything written in the days of old was recorded to give us instructions for living. We find encouragement through the scriptures and a call to perseverance that will produce hopeful things, hopeful living. I pray that our God who calls you and gives you perseverance and encouragement will join all of you together to share one mind according to Jesus, the anointed. Romans 15, 1-5 from the New Living Translation We who are strong must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others to do what is right and build them up in the Lord. For even Christ didn't live to please himself. As the scriptures say, The insults of those who insult you, O God, have fallen on me. Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us. And the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. May God, who gives this patience and encouragement, help you live in complete harmony with each other, as it is fitting for the followers of Christ Jesus to do. Romans 15, verses 1 through 5. I think it's a fabulous time of year to really um, hone in on the importance of helping others. And, you know, really taking a look at the people around us and saying, all right, who needs help? Who needs a hand right now, right? Um. And I love the voice, Romans 15, verse 1 in the voice. So now what? (laughs) You know, like, what's next? You know, and as you read your Bible and you're like, all right, Lord, and now you want me to do what? You want me to do what? 
And rather than getting overwhelmed or exhausted before you even start, you and I, we need to remember that if God's called us to do something, he will also give us the strength, the patience, the determination, the willpower to follow through and be successful. And that's and that's what's important. And in verse 5, it ends, I pray that our God who calls you and gives you perseverance and encouragement. So God will gives you perseverance. God gives you encouragement, right? So together, in one mind, we can share that with others because of Jesus and through Jesus. And I was trying to think of an example of how we can help others. And there's so many I could give you. Yet this one kept standing out to me. Every year, um, I work at the local elementary school. And each year, our fourth grade does a food drive for the local food pantry. And they do it as a grade level, and they organize it. And everyone in our entire school, from pre-K through fourth grade, staff included, whether it be secretarial, custodial, administration, teachers, TAs, aides, um, our OTPT staff that come into our building, our music therapist, everybody that comes to our building participates. And this has been going on for years and years. It is a tradition in our school that we raise funds for the local food pantry at Thanksgiving. This year, because of COVID, the food pantry can't accept food donations because of the virus, right? Our kids and our, and our um, staff, the fourth grade team and the fourth graders said, well, we still want to help the food pantry. So what can we do? Their desire, their passion, and their love of community motivated them and they did not give up you know and there's verses in the bible that talk about you know a child will lead them these kids and this team of teachers just inspire me right they said all right so we can't raise we can't collect canned goods and we can't collect food so how could we change it up and i'm like change change that's it you guys came up with the answer change They changed it up. Change in the sense of coins, right? They can't collect canned goods, so they're collecting change. And then their theme is changing it up to help the food pantry. And they've done such a fabulous job. You know, each classroom has a little tiny um, jar that the teachers made. We used to have one big one of the old, you know, five-gallon water buckets, and we'd fill it um, with change whenever we've done, like, fundraisers in the past. So we dug that out from old um, fundraisers that we had done. And so instead of having one of our main corridors lined on both sides with boxes, every room has a little container to put their change in. So the kids come in, they put their change in, 
and there's, you know, there's not a lot of people going in the hall, dumping change into one bin. It's all going into separate little containers. And then the fourth grade team's going to take it to the bank and dump it in the little change um, machine to count it. And it's really a win-win because there's a change shortage, right, in the nation. And that's a concern that there's a change shortage. Well, guess what? The fourth graders said, we'll change it up, you know, with the idea of change and collecting the coins to raise money for the food pantry to buy what they need. Since they can't give them the food, they're going to give them the money to buy the food. But they said, we'll even help the banks because every time I go to the store, they say, you know, exact change only because we're, we don't have any coins. They said, we can help the banks too. That's, we need to think like kids. We need to step outside of our box. They didn't say, all right, we'll skip the food pantry this year or we'll just do it in the spring and hope we can raise double because we usually do it in Thanksgiving and then our student lighthouse team, which is like a student council back in the day, um, when they do their spring fundraiser, you know, maybe people donate more. They didn't do that. They just said, no, we just need to change the way we're thinking. We need to change it up because the food pantry still needs money. They're still going to need to buy food to feed people through the winter. They changed it up and they're collecting coins. And then they're like, and the coins are going to help the bank because the banks are short on coins. So by helping the food pantry, we're really helping the bank and the nation too by re returning some of the coins. Folks, that's, that's what this verse is all about. Thinking of others first. A team of students and their teachers brainstormed and said, we're going to think of the hungry. And in turn, by helping the hungry, they're also going to help our nation by increasing the coins. That's what it's all about. That's encouraging to me. I mean, personally, I don't know how you can listen to that and not be encouraged, right? Verse 4 says, you see, everything written in the days of old was recorded to give us instructions for living. We find encouragement through the scriptures and a call to perseverance that will produce hopeful living. That's what this group of kids has done. I had tears in my eyes more than once. And, you know, as we're doing different theme days during the month and the kids are bringing in their change and they're having fun, you know, and for the littles, you know, they just know they're helping feed the hungry. But to know that our fourth graders, you're looking at eight and nine year olds, maybe seven year olds, depending on when their birthdays are. This is a group of kids that said, no, we're not going to not do it. We're not going to give up. We're going to help them and we're going to help our nation. We need their perseverance. And they have encouraged me. And I hope this story encourages you. So goes Monday. So goes the week. A child will lead us. A child is leading our entire elementary school building. 
And they're going to help feed the hungry in our community. You know, if you're listening and you're saying, well, that's not something I can do. Just take a moment and pray and think. Where do you see a need that you could reach? It might not be the food pantry. I know for our local food pantry, for every quarter the kids raise, it's a dollar of shopping power that the food pantry has. They can quadruple the money. So every $10 is $40 the pantry has to spend. You know, so maybe you don't have kids in school or you could mail a check to your local food pantry wherever you are in the United States or beyond. There are starving people all over the world. Maybe the food pantry is not your thing. Maybe it's Operation Reindeer. Maybe it's the shoebox. Um, maybe it's buying the coffee for the car behind you at Dunkin' Donuts. Or buying the meal at the fast food restaurant when you go. Maybe it's buying gift cards and passing them out randomly to people when you see a need. I don't know. I just know that God shows us different ways that we can bless others and help them. And sometimes we may not even know they have a need. We may not even see it. Yet if God lays it on our heart to do something and we follow through, you might be that blessing that person needed to put their feet on the floor the next day. Just because people look happy, look like they got it all together, sometimes they're really struggling and we don't know it. And we need to trust God when he lays it on our heart to, when he says, I want you to buy that person's coffee. I want you to pay for that person's groceries. You may not know that, you know, the the person's groceries you bought and it came to $22.30 and you're thinking, oh, not a big deal. But because you bought their groceries, they can now put gas in their car. And they were trying to figure out how they were going to get groceries to feed their kids and put gas in the car so they could get back and forth to work. So they split the difference and they put half a tank of gas and got enough groceries to get by. And in a few days, they'll figure it out again. You might be the blessing. Because some people that look the most put together could be struggling deeper than we would ever imagine. They're too proud or private to ask for help. And God knows that. And God loves them like he loves you. So he might say to me or to you, Buy their groceries. Get that person's coffee. Pick up a coffee for so-and-so at work today. Because they never stop and get a coffee on their way to work. And it's not because they don't want to stop and get a coffee. They can't afford it. But you don't know that. So you may not know that that chai you bought them made their week, right? So as we move forward, I want us to use that story of the fourth graders in the elementary school that figured out a way to change it up to bless the food pantry and our nation. They didn't give up. They didn't say, we'll just skip it this year. They said, all right, what can we do to make this happen? 
Let them inspire us. Let them be our encouragement. And may we share it with others so that we can encourage someone else and inspire someone else. And then they take that and they inspire someone else and they encourage someone else. And that blessings, it keeps going and it keeps going. What would the world be like if that's how we all functioned? Putting others first. Have a great week. It's only Monday. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And the reality is this week, we're going to think of others first. Have a great day. And I will catch you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody.